And yeah, what if I tried something like this? You know, maybe a little this. It's a little laid back. Maybe you want something a little heavier. Uh, well, probably not heavy, but you're now listening to. Okay, my friends. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. It's all happening. Do you know what? This is the week that shit gets real. Real, real. Super real. Extra real, man. Like if you were to take some real and then put some real on top of it and then slather it with real and then get two pieces of real and put them on either side and then jam it and then eat it and then shit it, it would be real. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, maybe this is all just stalling so that we don't get to the actual podcast, which is extremely vulnerable for us both. Us both being me and Pete Zedlacker, my guest, who is a goddamn lovely man. A lovely man. Um, we had a great chat, and I'm not going to keep telling you about it because you're about to hear it. Um, but what an open-hearted, generous soul, Pete Zedlacker. Do you know what? Do you know what I haven't even done? Because we were just connecting like buddies. It didn't even occur to me to talk to you about him uh, in a professional way, in his professional capacity. I'm looking him up on Twitter right now. I'm sure there's much more professional. Here we go. But follow him on Twitter. Um, he is at Zedlacker. Z-E-D. Or should I say Z-E-D-L-A-C-H-E-R. Zedlacker. He's the best. You know what? He's a comedian. He's won Canadian Comedy Awards. He's all over the radio. He's all over the TV. He performs for the troops. Whatever. Guys, he's a comic. Whatever. A lot of my friends are comics. But this uh, this is not about that. This is about heartbreak and shit. Um, although, if you are interested in comedy and or you're a comedian, um, things get especially interesting for you around the 24-minute and a half mark because we, uh, we cannot help... But talk about how our emotional states bleed into our working lives as comedians. Something like that. Um, what else? What else do you need to know? This is uh, the location of this entire recording was questionable. Truly questionable at best. You'll hear what I mean. I don't think I need to explain it to you right now. But other than to say that. Uh, what else am I doing? It's, 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 it's definitely three... 30 in some kind of a morning if I seem distracted and rambly that's why should I redo the intro no I hate redoing the intro feel feels like admitting failure and it feels like uh cheating you guys out of an authentic experience yes no yes you don't redo you don't get redos what else I'm gonna um I'm going to breathe a lot during this podcast and uh, I'm going to sigh. There's just, there's a lot of this, which I'm a little embarrassed about, but I somehow I feel like telling you about it makes it less embarrassing. Have a, have a drinking game around it if you want to. And it doesn't have to be alcoholic. It'll go smoothie, smoothie, chug a little bit of your smoothie every time I do this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That sort of thing happened a lot. I feel like I don't even do good impressions of myself. That can't be. That's not good, is it? Urgh, still stalling. Why don't we just get into it? Let's just get into it. We're getting into it. Thank you for being here. Here, here, here we go. 
All right. Okay. So this is how they all start. They start like this. I say, the question is, mm. how can you come out better on the other side of a breakup? Let's dig into it. Yeah, I would like to know the answer to this. <sighs> We're trying to answer the question for ourselves. We can start anywhere. Uh, can you even? Can you even come out better? What does better mean? Let's yeah. define breakup. What's going on? Yeah, lots, of, lots of things to talk about yeah. in this one. Uh, I just had lunch with uh, Joey Elias, who we love. Yeah. And uh, Joey went through a rough breakup last year. And I posed this question directly to him. Like, can you come out on the other side okay? And he was absolutely, absolutely. He said, uh, um, talk to a lot of people. Yeah. You know, he said, don't keep it inside. That's the worst thing you can do. And there's going to be moments, too, where you're like, uh, you know, I'd rather stay in this dark room and uh, smoke marijuana and just be that guy. Oh, wait, is that not the thing we're supposed to be doing? <laughs> See, that's, <laughs> it, it sounds like when he was saying that to me, I was like, that sounds all right. Yeah, That like- sounds a great way to deal with it. And he said, eventually, he was just like, you know what, maybe I'm going to go out and I'm going to write about this. You know, so go to a coffee shop and just kind of put pen to paper and try to. Wrap your head around the feelings that you're going through, right? Yeah, for sure. So that's way more productive than going down the alcohol route, which is... (laughs) Easy. Easy. Seems like a plan. I've done it, though. I've been there, you know? We're saying as we are drinking in... where? How would you describe where we are right now? We're in the... uh, in the very bowels of the uh, <laughs> forum, the historic forum of Montreal, where the Montreal Canadiens have won 24 uh, Stanley Cups. Like, there was Stanley Cup parties right where we're sitting right now. I wasn't thinking about it in that way. Yeah, yeah. Like this is, we're sitting in history. We are sitting in history yeah. under the unforgiving harshness of fluorescent lighting yeah, and a hum, and in some kind of industrial hum that I hope you guys are not hearing. I, but. Ho- I hope you actually can hear it so that you guys get the vibe of where we're at right now. I like, think this, is, this could even be just a physical metaphor for where our lives are at right now. <laughs> it's, it's Kind of nowhere. It's also a perfect analogy for, uh, for our business because <laughs> we just went from being rock stars on stage. That's true. To... Uh, the back room of uh, alcove <laughs> surrounded by concrete and buzzing lights. We are between shows right now at the Comedy <laughs> Nest. If you're in Montreal, you should check out that venue. Pete just completely killed on stage. So did you. We're, I did all right, and we're great. gonna do we're gonna do the second show. And yeah, everybody just left smiling. Oh, you guys are great! And little did they know, now we're just back here talking about breakups. heartache and breakups. breakups. I think what you said about talking to other people is super important. Um, I think I think that when everyone's going through it, they suspect. They're the only ones. Why am I feeling this yeah. so deeply? Am I broken? What's wrong with me? How come no one loves me? Is anyone ever going to love me again? How come I don't know how to love anyone? Yeah. All these things. And then you, you start talking to people and you realize, for better or worse, everyone's been there. Yeah. And I'm also discovering, too, like uh, trying to reach out to somebody and that person is your ex mm. is not working. Like, you know, when you're right yeah. in, the, in the grips of like just the bowels of sadness yep. and then reach out to them. But they're hurting just as much, but on a different wavelength, maybe at that moment, you know, maybe yeah. they're in the like angry moment and you're in a s- sorrow moment, you know, and you try yeah. to reach out and then it, you get burned again and you hurt again and you've got to let enough time pass where you can actually take a step back and go, okay, this is where I'm at now. Because mm-hmm. when you're right in the moment, it's just, you go from moments of, I'm, I'm speaking for myself here, but like moments of like, hey, I'm going to be okay. And then the next second going like, oh my God, I could lie down on the sidewalk right now and cry. For sure. Yeah. It's important for me to hear you say this right now because I, I, even though I just said you think everything is so unique and you're fucked up, it's like I I didn't quite realize that the huge emotional roller coaster Mm -hmm. is a part of it. That's how I've been feeling. One minute like, 
okay, yeah, this is okay. This is the right choice. Everything's going to be okay. And then the next minute, like, scream weeping in my car, just, (laughs) just, like, crying because it's this, like, private place. I just love that phrase, scream weeping. Scream weeping. Oh, my God. That's amazing. (laughs) Scream weeping. Well, that's what it was. Last night I was driving home and I was just, like, crying. But then it became that kind of crying I associate this with being a kid that's like very vocal where you're yeah. like <gasps> yeah. and then I just was embracing that that felt good oh my god like, <laughs> that's like, great that you can purge it though like you know yeah like, it felt good uh, I haven't been in a place to purge yet like I've just been in a place of uh, coping yeah it's been uh, I, I really hope I have one of those moments soon where it's just breakdown and Scream Weep? Scream Weep? Oh, that's the name of my band. That's it. 100% Scream Weep. (laughs) Well, we can talk, without giving away too many details, obviously, we can talk about the different places that we're in. I mean, I'm I'm coming from a breakup of like a three-year relationship that was always a little bit up and down. You're talking about a divorce. Yeah, I'm uh, in the the grips of a divorce right now. Like, it's gone from, uh, yeah, like we're together for 12 years. This it's, is some uh, serious yeah, shit. Yeah. Married for five. Yeah. For, you know, seven before that. Um, yeah. It's, it's life altering. It's literally life altering. Like you think back, like we started dating when I was in my, like I met her when I was in my twenties. Yeah. Like, that's crazy to think about. It know? is crazy to think yeah. about. Um, yeah. But that's a giant chapter of a person's life. Absolutely. Is that, is, and it also feels like you've lost a part of yourself as well because, you know, that was always the person you shared everything with. And yeah. I'm still finding myself doing that constantly. Like, oh, my God, I'm walking past this place where we had our first, you know, yeah. coffee that time. Or that time you surprised me. And this is, you know, I'm about to take a photo and text her and go like, oh, my God, this is the, I can't do that anymore. Yeah. I can't. That part of my life is not part of my life anymore. I think that's one of the hardest things you were talking about that wanting to reach out to that person because they've been there. They've been your best friend. They've been everyone. They've been who you go to with that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then when they're gone or, or it's like inappropriate or you kind of know you shouldn't do it. It's really, really yeah. difficult. To and again, that was, we, we were doing that at first, you know, like just texting back and forth and remember, remember this moment and remember that. Mm-hmm. And it was like just trying to find positivity in it. Be like, yes, we're, going through this awful thing but we don't have to focus on the negative all the time so let's focus on the positive kind of thing yeah and then that eventually falls apart too there's a reason why you're not together anymore like because these moments keep happening where it's you know we can't we can't be there for each other anymore at this point in our lives at this point right now you know who knows like I'll, i'll listen back to this podcast in about a year and be like oh my god i was so fragile back then kind of thing you know yeah like uh Hopefully. That's good, though, because you, you're already picturing yourself on the other side of I'm it. I'm starting to. I'm yeah. starting to. Um, like a buddy of mine was uh, emailing me last night saying, like, hey, what are you doing this summer? I'm like, I can't think beyond a day. Like, I can't think of, like, like tomorrow was a travel day. I'm traveling back home to yeah. my mom. I'm living with my mom right now. I'm 42 <laughs> years old. I'm living <laughs> with my mom. I wish everyone could see your facial expression <laughs> right such now. such a winner right now. Oh, my God. I'm... Uh, a 42-year-old man who lives with his mom. Hey, you know what, though? This is the start of the movie, though. You know the indie movie where it's like shows the guy driving home after the comedy <laughs> show to his mom's house. So, how was the show, son? <laughs> oh, shut up, mom. Shut I'll be up, in the basement. <laughs> Stop raining <laughs> <laughs> on parade, all right? Listen. Yeah. That's the thing. Like you, you do fall back on family. You want to fall back on family. Yeah, it's. But uh, at the same time, it can feel like kind of weird and pathetic or I'm whatever. Sleeping in my childhood bedroom. <laughs> That's 
fucked. Which has been converted into an office, and the uh, the couch in there folds into like a, it's a futon. So it's not even like my childhood home, like bedroom. <laughs> it's an office that's been anyway. I keep looking up at the Excuse ceiling. Excuse me while I make like, notes for the opening scene of this movie. <laughs> 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 Sorry, looking up at the ceiling. Just and, like picturing when I was a little boy, like yeah. literally like four years old, remembering looking at the ceiling of that bedroom and looking at the light fixture and yeah. looking out the window and, you know, dreaming and, and th- come back to that exact moment. It's like, oh my God, this is completely full circle in my life right now. Yeah. But it's the place I need to be. The place I'm at right now is the place I need to be because... You know, like my mom needs me, and uh, and she. I don't know what heard, that like, was. The ghost. It was the ghost of. Name a player. I don't know anything about hockey. I was about to say, uh, um, oh, I don't know. I'll make it up right now. Gilles Duceppe. Oh, it is still happening. Though. Oh yeah, it's some kind of pipe that's rattling. Well, I hope we don't die back here. No, it's gonna be <laughs> fine. Crush. Can you get? Can you get to the other side of a? <laughs> uh, guess not. I guess we just. <laughs> Strangest podcast ever. <laughs> I didn't even get to the internet after they both died. <laughs> How did they do that? Who uploaded they were it? were murdered. <laughs> can you? How can you? I mean, I think... Stop with the thing. All right. Um, I think we agree that you Does can. Is that maybe a ghost trying to tell us that, hey, yeah, you can make it through the other side? <laughs> because if you don't, like, this is going to be you. You're going to be haunting the forum. The ghost is like, what do you mean by other side? <laughs> It's not okay over here. I'm banging some... <laughs> Stop fucking around, guys. <laughs> well, it's funny, that, it's funny that we've landed here because earlier I was thinking the idea of can you get to the other side? I mean, we have to just say yes, right? Because the people that don't get to the other side, where are they? Just yeah, dead or in that dark room You just smoking. don't make it, yeah. yeah. Like, there's a, I've heard this phrase many, many times. Like When tragedy comes to your life, it can either build you up to the next level that you're going to be in in your life or it can bring you right down to the bottom level of it's literally your choice. Yeah. You know, when, you know, like a family member dies or a divorce or, you know, you're, you get your career goes into the toilet. There's a million things where you can just go like, well, fuck it. I'm going to go be a drug person now. Right. Like you can do that. Yeah, or you can right. go, you know what? I'm going to learn from this and I'm going to work harder and I'm going to come out better on the other side. Mm-hmm. It's hard to say that to somebody who's right in the grips of the tragedy that's happening. But I think you have to have that in the back of your mind going like it will get better at some point. Like it has to get better yeah, because it can't get any worse. Yeah. And if you haven't seen that in your own life with various events, you won't be able to see it until you go through it that first time, whatever it is. But that's a funny moment too, where you go like, well, it can't get any worse. And then it gets worse. You're like, Oh my God, really? It got worse. And then, well, okay now for sure it's not getting any worse. And then it gets worse again. That was so spooky. It is spooky. <laughs> Halloween was like weeks ago, guys. Relax. <laughs> You're a little late to the game, ghosts. <laughs> Getting through. Maybe we should stop saying other side. Yeah, <laughs> are let's we, say. Uh, are we summoning this? We shouldn't be doing this on a Ouija board, by the way. This is a terrible idea to do this on a Ouija board. Will we make it to the other side? I just I like yes. how the triangle is hovering. I like how it can't. It's decide. called a a a. Pl- Oh, damn it. Anyway, I it's knew... It's called a thing? It's called a thing, yeah. Uh, a planchette. It's called a planchette. Really? Yes, it is. How do you know this? Uh, Ouija thing. I wrote a sketch one time. About a Ouija? A Ouija board, yeah. Planchette. Uh, when I was working on The Hour with George Strombolopoulos, we yeah. had uh, Joe Hill come in. So we had a Ouija board and we did this thing. It was funny. Anyway, so I did some research on the Ouija. Yeah. It's called the planchette. That's nice. I'm feeling tingly as you're talking about the Ouija board because I've only ever had creepy experiences with it, but really? I've only ever done it as like a 14-year-old girl yeah, yeah. at a slumber party. Somebody's so. pushing it. And somebody's it always gets it. scary. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. course, yeah. 
Okay. Well, I guess we settled it. No, we didn't settle it. I We're going to keep talking. Close, yeah. How can you? How can you get to the other side? Um, I'm finding uh, exercise is helping me a lot, mm-hmm. uh, and not like cardio, like heavy weightlifting is really. Yeah. It's it's one of the, uh, what is the uh, it's expunging of negative energy. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Just like grabbing weights and pushing it, and I think the way I'm going to get to the other side is I'm going to become like a bodybuilder dude. Like the next time you see me, I'm going to be like a massive bodybuilder dude. I'm excited about this. I'm locking eyes with you right now, but excuse me while I take a moment to look at your sweet guns. <laughs> what? Will you flex for me? I'm going to feel it. Now this is, this, this, see? guys. Wow. Yeah. Can we just compare the size of our arms together just for a moment? There I think I'm <laughs> That's amazing. So that's, that's a great that's way to get to me. the other side. Yeah. Yeah. That's helping a lot is exercise. And uh, alcohol seems to help, right? Like for a moment, where you're like, oh, moment. you know what? I'm yeah. okay. And then the next day, it's like, oh, this is actually, I made it way worse. Yeah. I made my headspace way worse. It now, can for sure. Yeah. Now I have the next day, I'm, because when you drink when you're 40s, yeah. in your 40s, like it's not like you're drinking in your 20s anymore where you shake it off by noon. You're like, yeah, I'm fine now. Yeah. Like now I'm hungover for like two days. Yeah. I have two I hear day that. hangovers now. <laughs> Hi, hey, Doug. Doug. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we're doing a little we podcast are. here. Would you come here and answer a question for us when you're done unloading those bottles? All right. Awesome. We'll just let him do that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't... <laughs> Wait, come here real quick. Okay. Okay, cool. Then when you come back. That was Doug, by the way. Everybody <laughs> listening at home. I That's Doug. Doug. He's the, uh, the bartender here. He is uh, married for 33 years. I feel like me. hanging out with Doug is a good way to get to the other yeah. side. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, married for thirty-three years to 33 the sweetest, years. most lovely yeah. woman. How do they do it? It's funny because he said to me, "Like you have one of those moments where you realize how many years you spend with your parents, and then how many <gasps> moments you have where you're like, oh my god, I've spent more time with my partner than I have with my parents.' That is an Isn't interesting heavy, way of heavy see, moment? thinking yeah. about things. Yeah, that is interesting. I have never." gone over four years in a relationship yeah but i've also kind of never gone under four years because i don't know how to get out of oh, things wow. <laughs> i'm just yeah, like, like okay, I, I guess one. we're locked into this for the next few years <laughs> i think i've done the same thing i go from like serious relationship <laughs> no, Doug, to serious do what you gotta do it's just fine. dump it in there <laughs> <clears throat> it's okay and then the, the, just one quick piece of advice how can somebody get to the other side after a bad breakup to the other side. Yeah. Like to the good side. To a... Get out there. Yeah. yeah. Get out there. Get the beard off, though. Get the beard off? <laughs> All right. That's good. That's good advice. It was advice to the public and then very specific advice to Pete Zedlacher. Yeah, yeah, right. Get out there. And get, shave that beard. Get the beard off. I like the beard. Yeah, it's one of those things where I just gave up. I'm like, I stopped shaving. Is that the look? I, I like it. I, I, nice. Before I knew what you were going through, I saw the beard, liked the beard. Especially knowing what you're going through, I like it. Because the beard is like, listen, everybody, I'm a man in my 40s. I've seen some shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm embracing it. Yeah. And this is where we're at. This is where I'm at in my life right now. I think right it's now. a good look. I think it's a handsome look. I've got a friend on my face right now. <laughs> this is what I thought I'd think of. It. <laughs> That's awesome. Every morning I, I wake up. I want the lower half of my face to feel hugged. And <laughs> it's exactly. Aww. It's a hug on your face. Every, every morning, morning when you wake up. I just touch it and be like, yeah. oh, hey, buddy. How's it going? Oh, I forgot you're still here. Nice. And I look in the mirror, I'm like, you're a little bit crazy right now. You've got to settle down. All right. So contradicting Doug's advice. Well, first of all, yes, guys, get out there. Second of all, grow a I beard. I disagree with that get out there. No? I'm not ready to do something like that. Well, get out there eventually, I guess. Yeah. Oh no, God. you're not ready. Not at all. Like, I was 
with my wife before internet dating was a thing. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it was a thing, but it was it was a joke thing. Like when I was doing comedy back then, it'd be like the MC would say on stage, like, "Hey, where'd you guys meet on like a chat room?" Yeah, that was like the punchline, <laughs> you, know, like, ah, you know. But now that's how people meet. They go on, yeah. you know, whatever. Okay, Cupid and Match dot com and yeah, you know. No, the thought of it is super depressing. Yeah, making a profile and yeah. put it out there and like, hey, everybody. Also, we're comics. No. I mean, we're good with words. We know how to manipulate people's impressions of us. I feel like it's almost unfair for us to make a profile. Oh my god. <laughs> See, I'm the opposite, though. I no? would be so fragile out there. Yeah. I just No, I can't even think about getting out there right now at all. At all. No way. Okay, mm. so don't get out there. Take care of yourself first is what you're going to do. <laughs> Wait, let's ask Gord. Gord's walking Gordy. by. Gord, answer a quick question for me. One piece of advice. How can someone get to the other side after a bad breakup? Uh, alcohol and drugs. <laughs> yeah. See? This is... Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Gord. This is exactly what we're talking about. Giving you some practical, yeah, practical advice. That's right. great. Thanks. Yeah. Well, this place, this podcast is all over the place in terms of advice. He went drugs though, like that. Like we didn't even say. Like I said, I drink wine. I'm thinking, oh geez, I better take it easy. He went fuck, go drugs. Drugs. What drugs do you think would be good? None. 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 I think I could use some sleeping pills. That's just me. Yes, I could. Because my too. head keeps me awake. Uh, gravel. I've been taking gravel to go to sleep. Excuse me. Is uh, that is just, that? Does it work? Um, if you get enough gravel into you. And it doesn't mess you up in other ways? Not not for me, no. Okay. No. Gravel is meant to be like a stomach yeah, thing Yeah, it's supposed to though, just right? calm you down. Like, just like, okay, settle your nerves and <gasps> oh, go to sleep. Kind of. That sounds awesome. It is, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I try to use it sparingly because eventually your body will get used to it. And then, like anything, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So I try to only use it when I really have to kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, sleep gets all fucked up and horrible breakup and yeah. anxiety kicks in. For like I'm sure. learning that I've got anxiety issues now. Like I'm learning this now because of what's going on. Do you mean that have always been present that you haven't noticed or that are coming out in that the wake coming of coming out now? Yeah. yeah. I think they, they've always been there, but I think this is actually just magnifying it a lot. Like to the point where I'm like, Oh my God, this is something I have to talk to somebody about because yeah. this is, you know, it's affecting my life. Uh, have you gotten into therapy? No. Not yet. I would recommend that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got into therapy about a year ago, and yeah. I, I talk about it very freely on the podcast because the yeah. podcast often feels like therapy yeah, yeah. to me. Well, this feels like my first session. <laughs> you know? How are we doing for time? Are, we, are you going to kick me out? Is there a next, no, next appointment talking. coming in? No, I definitely uh, make more wisecracks than a proper therapist should. How do you think you're going to get over this? <laughs> um, no, but I, I found it great because you have that, that what, I don't know what, different kind of models people use but at the very least you have that kind of one hour a week uh, where you're just you're venting yeah, yeah. you're getting stuff out and, you're, and you know no you're shame, not burdening no, a friend just, yeah yeah exactly, yeah it's yeah. really great I just think it's it really all fly. great yeah um, yeah I don't know if there's any therapist in Wawa um, there's so, gotta be you think so well aren't people in Wawa fucked you're up fucking right there <laughs> but then they just go to the bar yeah you know see again that's that's the that's the go to answer for everybody yeah, let's go get drunk for a while. But you do that for, you know, three or four nights of the week for a couple of weeks. And you're like, I can't do this anymore. Like, yeah. this is not healthy. It's not, uh, it's a depressant for one. You're, yeah, absolutely. A depressant. Yeah, and it functions the way it's supposed to, right? Mm-hmm. So you're like, mm, I'm feeling kind of depressed. Yeah. I guess I'll take a depressant. So, it, I mean, it ups you for the first couple of drinks. And then you're like, whoop, zippity doo. <laughs> and, and that's me being happy. I go, zippity whoop, zippity doo. zippity doo. <laughs> But then, yeah, then it kicks in and it gets way worse. Yeah. And then the next day, you've got a hangover. So there's consequences. Absolutely. 
Yeah. So how do you get through on the other side without consequences? Maybe that's the theme of this uh, this podcast. Yeah. Because how can, do you end up can... being okay without consequences? Positive ways, right? Therapy, therapy, exercise, exercise journaling, journaling. As you mentioned, I haven't done that. That's well, good. you said writing things down. Yeah, uh, lesbians call that journaling. Okay, right. <laughs> writing things down, <laughs> talking to friends. Yeah, uh, see that it took me a long time to even open up to some friends. Like, yeah, like there was there was moments where you know my wife was like, "You should talk to somebody." I'm like, "I don't fucking want to talk to anybody." Mm-hmm. Like, just literally sit in a hotel room in the dark, just venting, like. Not venting, just keeping it all bottled inside kind of thing. Yeah. And then eventually friends would call me and be like, I've heard some shit. Are you, you okay, man? And blah, and then it all would just come out, right? Yeah. Um, I've got some good friends that have really opened up their arms and opened up their homes too. Like, you know, so many friends are just like, come crash with me for a while. Just relax. And Yeah, that's awesome when you have friends like that. Absolutely. You know, so... Well, yeah. I was going to tell, an, uh, tell an anecdote about kind of getting through something. We talked about this uh, earlier tonight. It was almost my opener meeting you because you were like, how was that party last night? Yeah. And I was like, Bleh! Yeah, that's right. So uh, this happened to me last night and it was a interesting moment to have gone through. Um, mm, this is me deciding how many details to give. But let's just say this. Let's say I had that moment in my car when I was scream weeping in my scream car. Weep. Just really upset and, and, and connecting to all of that sadness and grief. And, and then it, it, in a moment, it clicked for me. It was really interesting. I just had this like, boop. It just clicked in my head that this was a moment. This was a perfect moment to practice being a friend to myself and being compassionate rather than continuing to stir things up. And uh, and it just kind of clicked for me the way I was engaging with myself and with that sadness. And then I went inside and I stopped scream weeping, but I was going crying if I needed to. And um, started writing some stuff, started reading some stuff, and just taking it easy, letting myself have that feeling. And, you know, it took a couple hours, but it did pass. Mm-hmm. And I got, I got to the other side of that moment. And um, that was a little bit of a revelation for me, I feel I, like. I think it's so astute of you to take a moment to go like, hey, I'm going to recognize that I can do this for myself kind of thing. Like, it takes... I'm saying you're very intelligent because a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people wouldn't have that moment in their life. They wouldn't have that oh, clarity to step back and say like, huh, isn't that interesting that I'm, I'm allowing myself to do this or just taking that moment to recognize where you are and who you are is, is that's yeah. It's, it's funny for me to hear you say that because as I was saying it right now, I felt really vulnerable and like, ugh, I only figured this out now, but I'm sure everybody else already figured this out. Um, that you can just sometimes feel your feelings you just, and be kind to yeah, yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And the same story, like, um, we were going through, like, the, the heaviest part, you know, like, just there was, like, screaming on the phone at each other, you know, like, mm. or I'm taking a lot of the screams anyway, and just and just being so depleted and beaten down, and then having to walk out on stage in oh. front of 2,000 people. Yeah. I mean, I think about it afterwards, I'm like, how the fuck did I pull that off kind of thing? But then we were saying, like, that's the only time I felt normal, was when right. I was talking in front of 2,000 people, and doing comedy and having people laugh and entertaining people. That was the one time I felt normal. Yeah. That is so twisted. <laughs> like it's it, it most can, people's yeah. worst nightmare is to stand in front of people and talk. Yeah. And that's the time where I felt normal. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like well, that's we're, so, we're an odd breed. We are. Um, and it's, yeah, it's, it, is, it could be twisted, but I would say maybe that that's a part of yourself that you had before the relationship, I'm assuming. Yeah. And a part of yourself that you're going to have after Afterwards, the relationship. Yeah. And that's, that's you being you. That's you connecting to what you yeah. love to do and your passion and 
you know, doing something well. I, got, I also think that, you know, stand-up, when you see a stand-up comedian on stage, that's an amplified version of who they are. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's not who they are. It's an amplified version of who they are. So I also think that, you know, when I'm on stage in front of the 2,000 people out in Alberta and I was doing this show, that the amplified version of myself is going to do just fine. The real version of myself was yeah. not doing so well at the time, but the amplified version was fucking kicking ass. You know, yeah. he was... So that's when I felt normal. I'm like, oh, this guy's still okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Nobody can touch this guy. This sounds so, like, yeah, schizophrenic. This sounds, you know, I don't Gemini, so. you know? Yeah. Um, Are you a Gemini? I am, yeah. I'm a Gemini moon. So that's my secret side. Oh. Yeah. So what, what's a Gemini moon? Hi, wait, someone's Hi. coming by. Could you answer a quick question for us on the microphone? Okay, do you have a quick piece of Hi. advice to how somebody could get through a bad breakup and end up on the other side? Sure. I always go for the rebound. Always. Oh, yeah. There you no go. hesitation. In fact, I sort of have like men in the bank like to call when I break up. Oh, my this God. This is amazing. I'll put my name next to no, this. No, I have a boyfriend. No. I was just about to ask your name, but you, you were, you're just a stranger passing through the bowels of the AMC forum yes. with this bit of advice. Would you like to say anything else? No, that's all. That's pretty I'd good. I'd like to know what this microphone is for. Okay, yeah, I was, I'll tell you. This is where you can find it. Go to nomoreradio.com. DSQB. It's hard to remember. The show is called Questionable at Best, and it's on nomoreradio.com. Cool. And it's coming out uh, next DS, Thursday. Sorry, DSQB? Yeah. D.N. Smith, Questionable at Best. Oh, I see. That's yeah. D.N. Smith, Questionable at Best. Go for the yeah. rebound. Yeah, yeah. That was amazing. No one said that yet. <laughs> okay. Can I be in your bank? Can I be in your bank? <laughs> what, what do you think of the beard? <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Okay. No problem. She didn't answer on the beard question, but she was saying, yeah, she said things are going well, but when they're a little shakier, you can get in the bank. That's right. Where were we before she walked by? We should address the rebound thing, but I I completely lost track of where we We were. We were talking about the schizophrenia of stand-up comedy, where like the the amplified version of myself is fine, but the real version of myself was a mess. Like I walked off stage and then I'd be right back to like, oh my God, my life is crumbling around me yeah but then walk back on stage and be like hey everybody zippity doo <laughs> catchphrase now zippity doo well I find or I have found in the past that I have put off certain kinds of emotional growth because I'm like I'm in the middle of this festival I'm in the middle of this thing and I, I don't have time to deal with myself and I've been no. afraid of crumbling under that and you know stand up is my livelihood as it is yours it's how I feed myself and I've just been like I can't I can't let like my emotional self interfere with this. I've since learned that I can do what you did, uh, but sometimes it doesn't always feel, sometimes it feels uh, hurtful to myself in a way. It feels like denying mm. what I'm really feeling. You know what I mean? To go out there and be like, yeah, I, I, sometimes. I understand that, that experience too. Like sometimes I feel like, wow, I'm being a fraud up here. You know, mm-hmm. like my life is crumbling around me, but I've got to do my, hey, I'm going to do my Canada Goose joke right yeah, now because yeah, it make, yeah. makes everybody laugh. But at the same time, people don't care that you're, I mean, they paid money at the door. They want to be entertained. They've got babysitters and they paid for parking they want to go watch a comic go up on stage and be like listen i had a whole bunch of jokes planned but i really got to talk about what's going on with my feelings right now because it's just that's not fair to them either i mean that said i did that but at at a very low stakes kind of stage last week at the wiggle room in montreal it was really fun turns out it was a contest i didn't know it was a contest (laughs) i won everybody you won the contest won 100 dollars. nice um but i just i didn't know it was a contest so i went up and it was just 10 minutes of like 
stream of consciousness like this is cool. what's going on I'm cool. going through a breakup and it, I was all like crazy with the audience um, but it was real so yep. I think they responded to that and I had the exact moment last night you went off to your ex's birthday party and yeah. I stayed here and did late show and I had you know two glasses of wine under my belt at that point <laughs> and uh, about the two thirds mark of the show I just went I'm not doing my act anymore I'm not oh, I wish it. I'd been here and for I that. just started talking I was talking to people in the audience yeah. and riffing and it was like applause break after applause break after applause break and I walked off stage and Neil was there he's like oh my god killer set buddy and then you know the other the opener was there and he was like high five and I'm like holy shit what happened he just fuck it everything you were saying was just clicking with everybody it was one of those moments I'm like why didn't I fucking record this set like yeah. it was one of those and then I try to reflect back what did I talk about I'm like I have no idea like yeah. just stream of consciousness kind of riffing but I was talking about like the breakup and stuff, and it was really funny. It you was absolutely funny. should have recorded that. No, no. Oh man, I wish I could have seen that. Yeah, me too. So then you could tell me, hey, by the way, this is that joke was funny, and this joke was funny. Write that one. Did down. you make some notes at all after? I did make yeah, good. some notes. Yeah, it'll it'll come out eventually. Yeah. But that's the thing. I think you you mentioned that your buddies were kind of going, oh hey, imagine the comedy that's going to come out of this eventually. So ridiculous. And you're just kind think. of like cry. <laughs> everybody wants to laugh at. You know that feeling when you're in a darkened room and you're having a panic attack and you don't know if you're going to live or die? Isn't that hilarious, guys? Anyway, what else is going on? Uh, I think, oh. it, I mean, eventually, I think it can be great when you can transform, you know, that kind of pain into something that makes yourself laugh, makes your makes other people laugh because they, like, they've been there. Tragedy plus time equals comedy. Yeah, like, that's it. You know, and I think that's also with breakups you know like eventually you're going to be okay but it will take time yeah you know you know breakups plus time equals okay yeah everybody's going to be okay everyone is going to be okay you know what i realized about about humor and this is going to sound a little woo woo but this is just how i was thinking about things is like i thought for i thought thinking of things in a metaphorical kind of way like do you know what sadness is here right now i'm just going to sit with sadness and listen to what sadness wants to tell me and then i'm sure once sadness feels heard Sadness can fuck off and go wherever else, you know? Or, oh, looks like anger showed up. I guess I'll hang out with are, anger. And are you personifying these emotions? Uh, Does it take like a, a human shape? I, ha- I hadn't really gotten that far yeah. with it. I could, maybe I should try to draw them or That's something. really astute. But this is what I realized. I thought, okay, I, I can sit with sadness, but you know what? Humor is a slippery little bitch, and humor can fit in anywhere. Yeah. Humor can also sit next to sadness. Humor doesn't care. Humor can humor be there the whole time. Humor and sadness are buddies. Yeah. They, they really are. They're joined at the hip. But I just realized that inviting these other feelings in didn't mean that humor had to go away. No, of course no. And also comedy comes from pain. It really does. I mean, mm-hmm. it's such a dramatic way to say it, but like when we're happy in our lives, I wrote nothing. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you get married and you're yeah. happy and you got a house and you got a car and the dogs and everything's awesome. Yeah. Sit down to write and I'm like, what am I going to fucking write about? So I saw this commercial that was not quite very good. Um, you know what I, mean? So. I mean, I would say that for me, and this is very fucked up, but I would say that when I actually feel love and acceptance in places that aren't from comedy, <laughs> then I'm like, phew, that's settled. And then I don't try as hard in comedy. But when, oh, interesting. when my default is like, oh, fuck, who's going to love me? I'm like, how about you guys? How about yeah, you crowd of 300? Stage. Can you please love me? Isn't that interesting? It's fucked up for Isn't sure. That interesting. Yeah. Yeah, going through a breakup as a stand-up comedian is, uh, oh my God, yeah, that's another thing we were talking about, like, we got to find a partner that understands what this life is, Ooh. you know, we yeah. were talking about uh, 
Paul McCartney and Linda McCartney. Like mm-hmm. Linda McCartney was a photographer. Like she was perfect for a Beatle wife. She just toured around the world with them and took amazing photographs. How and, cool is that? You know, he got to spend time with his wife and she got to do her career and it's just perfect, you know? Like, so we, we got to become Beatles is what we're saying. <laughs> yeah, okay. Say. <laughs> well, let's get started. Um, shave the beard, first of all. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> we got more... Uh, Hi, guys. More guests coming. Thanks for passing through. Hey, we got two couples. We're doing a podcast. I have a quick question for you guys. Um, There's four people here, so I'd like one piece of advice from each of you. No, no, you're you're going to be great. Um, This is just a quick quick piece of advice. How can someone get to the other side after a bad breakup? Oh, perfect question. I just got a breakup two days ago. (laughs) What are you going to do? How are you going to get to the other side? Uh, Usually just someone else. Okay, that's yeah. that. Move on to the next one. Okay, move on to the next. Uh, let me see if I can reach my mic around here. It doesn't matter that you're drunk. I'm a horrible person because I'm going to have a long-ass answer. So I feel like after six years of dating somebody, it's about what the actual relationship was about. You reflect on it and you see if it was something positive or negative. If it was something positive, you focus on the positive. If it was something negative, you focus on the negative shit and just go about your fucking life afterwards. Man, I wish I could drop this mic for you, but I don't want to break it. That was amazing. Thank you so much. What about you? Drinking. Okay, yeah. we, we did it. Thanks, guys. Yeah. If you want to hear yourselves, uh, look up Questionable at Best at No More Radio next Thursday. That's when it's coming out. Thanks, Thanks guys. guys. See, another alcohol one, right? Yeah. Everybody thinks that's the answer. We, there was four answers there. We had two move on to the next. Yeah, one alcohol. And, and the girl before that, too. So we had three rebound yeah. answers. Uh, two alcohol. And then whatever she said was something I feel like about what she said was was measured and and somewhat intelligent. Yeah, I, I think it was interesting. Her idea was reflect upon what re- happened. If it was negative, focus on the negative. If it was positive, focus on the positive. I don't know what she meant by focus on the positive. If it I was negative, know. I think she meant if it was negative, get over it. Yeah. If it was positive, I don't yeah, know. Exactly. I got yeah. a little bit lost in her okay. eyes. Oh, was she pretty? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't know. She was behind me. I <laughs> she was like, I really want to edit out the way I laughed right now. I went, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. She was. <laughs> She Can was, I be in your bank too? <laughs> <laughs> well, what if we just sat back here all night getting progressively drunker, yelling at people as they walk by? Can we be just, in your bank? Just hitting on strangers. <laughs> I'm going to be in your bank. I don't know what that means. And sir. why are you still holding that microphone? Who are you talking to? <laughs> You've taken the equipment back. It's just I'm hold, talking to my hand in the shape of a microphone. Um, I have never done a podcast like this with so many random strangers That's interacting. Neat. Yeah, but yeah cool. it's fun. And everybody's got, everybody's gone through a breakup. You That's know what I mean? Thing, so right? everybody's got some advice of, you know. And how does this podcast work? Because oh. if they can leave comments, I would love to hear their advice and how. Because I, I, th- I don't, th- I think this is going to be an ongoing. Yeah. Every, and it's, it's going to be so unique to everybody. Like everyone's going to say like, oh, to get, become okay after a breakup, you, all you have to do is go on to the next one or yeah. drink alcohol or everybody's going to have a different answer because we're all different people you know like, I think there are some universals though like exercise is always a good yeah, thing yeah something positive yeah I think focus on positivity is uh, is really key you know find something that you're passionate about and, and mm-hmm. do that you know if you have a hobby or create a hobby yeah it's, it's so easy to go down the negative route and just be like I don't want to do this anymore I just want to I want to sit on the couch and watch Netflix. Well, yeah. Yeah. Go down the negative route. Find something positive. So I think you can come out positive on the other I think side you can. I if think you invite positivity into your life. I think so too. And I think you can be rewarded 
um, by doing the hard work, you know, yeah. like I, it is hard work. I felt that in tiny ways, just like, okay, sadness. And then I was like, oh, I have some insight after sitting with that for a couple hours, you know, yeah. something relationships like- are work and breakups are work. And to better yourself, it's work. Everything, the whole world is work. Ugh, life is just work. Stop with the work already. Except our actual work, which is a ton of fun. It's still work, though. Yeah. It really is work. I guess you know? it can be. You know? I remember getting off the stage Thursday, and I was like, I don't think it's a good sign that she works hard for the money is stuck in my head right now. <laughs> like, I got, like, I was on stage, like, it was fine. And then I, I realized as I got off stage that my head was going, she Your subconscious hard is telling you. Money. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that was actually a lot of hard work. So hard for it, honey. <laughs> Thanks, Brain, for um, comparing me to a prostitute. <laughs> is that a song about a prostitute? Isn't it? So hard she for it, hard honey. For it. Uh, Better treat her right. Yeah. That's right. 5 a.m. So. at the corner. Oh, you know all of it. At the corner, 5 a.m. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, either she's working at the, going to the donut shop. Maybe she's uh, <laughs> working at a muffler shop that's 24 hours. <laughs> Better treat her right. <laughs> you got to tip the muffler girl. <laughs> I'd love to see, what do they call the brothel called the muffler shop? Muffler shop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't want to wrap this up, but for the sake of us doing our jobs, yeah, oh, I that's think right. we, we have to. We do have to. a second show to do tonight. We are between shows right now. Um, it may have started. Do you think we came up with an answer? I think we came up. I think we came up with a few. I think there's uh, some suggestions in there. Anyway. Yeah, and I didn't mean to drop the ball. You said, uh, "Is there a comment section?" There is a comment section. I'd also yeah. like to encourage people to write to Deanne at nomoreradio.com, and then I will talk about your suggestions in next week's podcast. And then, uh, and, and maybe I'll just text them to you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I will check it out. <sighs> I want to read these comments because uh, if you're listening to it right now and you'd be like, "They didn't talk about." Washing your body, you know, or something. Like that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's very important that you're very clean after a breakup. You know? I don't know. It's I just, just pictured be- you. Now I just pictured you unshowered for the past three months. <laughs> God damn it, Pete! <laughs> washing your body. <laughs> wash your body. Anyway, whatever, whatever suggestion these people are going to have, you know. Don't forget to wash your body. It's very important, especially your bits. <laughs> especially if you want to move on to the next one. Clean yeah, out if the you're old on a rebound. one. Clean that. <laughs> anyway. Um, but this felt very good. It, very, it was very purging. Did it really? It really did. Okay, yeah. good. It was a good one. It was a very good uh, jam session of uh, positivity. All right, good. Know? Oh, that's great. Yeah. I'm glad we did it. Thank you so much for was being funny? here. Was it funny? Was that funny? I don't know. We laughed we a laughed lot. There were ghosts. Yeah, and there was ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> we had drunk people coming by. Doug dropped some bottles. Dropping <laughs> bottles. That was awesome. It was good. Very good. Yeah. All right. This is a fun podcast. Okay. Yeah. I think we're both afraid to put these mics down now and like go confront the realities oh, yeah, of our that's lives. Right. Now we got to really face this now. It's only okay when you're talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're off to do the hard work, everybody. Um, yeah. I hope that you guys are doing well. And uh, I'll see you again. Thank you for being a part of things. Thanks for having me on. It All was right. fun. It was you're fun. the best. We did it. We did it. All Thanks, right. Deanne. Guys, I'm not ready to let you go. Why? Let's not say goodbye yet. You know what we should do? You know what we sh- you know what we should do. You know exactly what we should do. We should learn a thing. Here it is. Uh, pizza and lacquers. Learn a thing. Learn a thing. Learn a thing. Learn. Learn. Learn a thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Thank you so much. That was death metal. Learn a thing. All right. What's uh? What are we gonna learn? 
Um, I've become obsessed with aeroplan points uh, as I travel, as we travel, always in our jobs. Um, but I've learned uh, how to collect aeroplan points and how to use your aeroplan points to your advantage. Um, when booking a flight, yes, uh, sometimes it's actually cheaper to take a uh, connecting flight. Obviously, right? right. So sometimes it's uh, it's worth. Uh, the aeroplan uh, status miles uh-huh. to take a flight. Say you're going from Toronto to Edmonton. Yeah. So you take one of those flights to go from Toronto to Winnipeg, Winnipeg, Calgary, Calgary, Edmonton. Yeah. Yeah, it might take you longer, and you'll actually save a lot of money by doing that. But you'll also get one, two, three flight segments for that <gasps> instead of just one. Really? Yeah. So if you're if you collect 35 flight segments, you become elite with Air Canada, and then you can go into the Air Canada lounge. Oh, I love an airport lounge. The airport lounge is so worth it because you know if you've got a layover or you're there before your flight early or you've landed and you know you're going to the hotel you can have something to eat you can go into the lounge and have mm-hmm. a real sit down meal of like you know there's a hot meal and there's yeah. a salad bar and there's soups and or you can go into the hotel or sorry the uh, the airport uh, um, restaurant and spend like $75 for like you know a meal you yeah know what right I mean? or just go have the buffet sometimes you can even take a shower in those lounges yeah they're, it's so it's so beyond worth it so uh uh, yeah, so collect your aeroplan points and flight segments by taking uh, connecting flights. And uh, and if not, if you if you just want to go ahead and bu- join into the lounge, I think it's a couple hundred dollars to do it for a year. It's so worth it. Like after, you know, 10 times to the airport, it's worth going to the lounge. So that's the thing you can do to uh, collect aeroplan points to get into the lounge. Yeah, well, we've absolutely learned a thing. And uh, this is a bit unprecedented, but I would like you to play us out with that same theme music if you can learn a thing learn a thing learn 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 a thing (laughs) so guys check this out there's a new outro yeah i hardly even know where to begin because i know i only have a minute and 15 seconds to talk to you right now how about this um definitely answer the question that we posed during the podcast multiple times to everybody i don't need to repeat it again do i um write to deanne that's whatever you know how to spell my name right Deanne at nomoreradio.com give me your answers and I'm going to pass them on to Pete and I am going to read them in next week's intro do you see what I'm saying here do you see where this is going we're getting more interactive yikes okay I have less than a minute what else can I tell you uh thanks for listening thank you to everybody that makes this podcast possible let's just rattle off some names here Mike Carozza Paula Flalo Charlie Sneaker uh you the listeners the guy that made me an arepa today because he sustained my life oh my god I gotta go also how cool is Pete Zedlacker the best what an open hearted man I love that man <sighs> okay there's still time um thanks guys thanks hang in there hope you're doing well uh do I, do I, do I talk to the very end I don't have to I don't know okay bye <laughs>